Hey everyone, my name is Jen, and I wanted to start my podcast episodes out by giving my testimony. So, I was raised in a religious home. Um, I always was very curious about God. I always had a lot of questions about Him, and before I, you know, grew up, I remember when I was a kid, I used to talk to God and all this stuff and pray every night. Um, I had all these prayers that I prayed that I made up and stuff. And I remember... um, you know, always just being curious about him, but I I always, you know, the religion that I was a part of, um, it was always about works and what you had to do to get to God. You know, I never learned about, you know, that we could actually know Jesus and have a relationship with him and be assured of our salvation and all that. So anyway, so when I was 16, I had a paper route and I got locked out of my house um, and I knocked on the door, banged on the door, rang the doorbell, you know, no one came. Um, and it turns out my brother actually was home, but he didn't hear any, any of it, which is like impossible. So God must've like had to, you know, make it so he couldn't hear, um, which is really cool. Cause I ended up going to my neighbors. She gave me a ride to my aunt and uncle's house so I could wait there for my parents to pick me up. And, you know, when they got home from work and on the way there, she asked me if I was saved and I gave some, you know, religious answer. And obviously she could tell, you know, Hey, invite this girl to youth group. So she invited me to the youth group that was at her church and they'd give me a ride every Wednesday and I would get saved every week. Like I would pray the prayer every single week, but it was not real to me. Um, I didn't really understand it. I didn't, you know, understand who, you know, what, what happened. And, you know, I, I didn't understand any of it. I didn't read my Bible when I got home and I just, it was just religious to me, you know, but I wanted it. I was searching, I was seeking him. So, um, Anyway, so that June, um, I went to a church camp, and it was actually June 15th, 2004, which was a Tuesday, and that was the day that I got saved, and we, I, I ended up going to a pre-service prayer meeting, which was funny, because I didn't even, like, know God, but I just felt drawn there, I remember just, like, I'm gonna go, and so I went there, and people were prophesying in there, and, you know, just having an awesome prayer meeting, and, um, I remember all of a sudden, one of them prophesied, be still, I am here. And I remember at that moment, I started freaking out because I'm like, what? I thought God lived in a box at the front of the church. Like, what do you mean God is here? Like, what? What are you talking about? And all of a sudden, like, I don't remember, they were saying other stuff too, but I, all of a sudden, this deep hunger came over me and I started shaking and crying and I was like, I want what you have, you know, and I I could see just the realness of the relationship with God that they had and that they knew him. And I was like, I want this. I need this. Whatever you have, I want it. And so they all prayed for me to get filled with Holy Spirit. And I had a vision of Jesus. I got filled with the Holy Spirit, started, you know, speaking in tongues and stuff. Uh, Never even heard of it before that. So, you know, and I had a vision. I, I felt the presence of God for the first time in my life. He made himself real to me. I had a vision of Jesus. I saw him like in front of me for like a long time. Like a, I don't know how to explain it, like a square, I guess, in front of me, like a picture of him, I guess. And, you know, I just saw him and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is real. Like God made himself real to me in that moment. And I was shaking and trembling and crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is real. And, you know, freaking out. And it's funny because we only had five minutes for them to pray for me. So all that happened in like five minutes. And so we went to church after that, like the youth service. And I remember when I walked in there thinking, I literally thought, God, do you even have big plans for my life? And like five seconds later, this girl I didn't even know came up to me and she said, 
I just feel like God wants you to know he has big plans for your life. (laughs) And so I had stuff like that happen a lot when I was first a baby Christian. Um, And so anyway, so that's how I got saved. And then I just wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about what happened after. And um, I've been saved for 14 years now. So um, that night, I remember um, I was like praying all night. I was like shaking and trembling and just overwhelmed that God was real. And, you know, Holy Spirit, like, literally became real to me that day. He became my best friend and my teacher and my everything. And um, I was, like, up all night reading the Bible. And so I don't remember how many more days I was at the camp. I don't remember when it was, like, over or whatever. But whenever we, whenever I went home, um, well, actually, before that, I actually had a few questions about things. I didn't know if they were sin or what. Um, And... They were like, I don't remember what they were. I think one of them was like a TV show and I don't remember. And um, and there were hundreds of kids there and they answered like they had this Q&A thing and they answered only a couple questions and both two of them that they answered were mine, which was really cool. And so when I got home, like there were other things, you know, like I was actually addicted to porn before I got saved and, um, you know, things like that. Like I just knew it was wrong. Like Holy Spirit just told me like get rid of these things there were a lot of things that I got rid of that no one told me about I just got rid of it you know I never had a problem with them before but you know I I was like I have to get rid of all this stuff and you know so Holy Spirit like went through all my stuff with me and I had these big garbage bags and I had these bad books and stuff and I remember writing Jesus on them and you know just just destroying everything that was not of Jesus and threw them in some bags and threw them away And I just was so hungry. He gave me a hunger for his word. And I would read it five, six, seven hours a day during that summer. And just really start to learn. Because I never actually read the Bible before that. Um, Well, I read it like a few times. Like I remember when I was younger, I started, you know, a lot of times when people want to read the Bible, they always think they have to start in Genesis. And then by the time you get to like Leviticus and Numbers, you're like, okay. And then you give up. And so that's like, you know, what my experience was. But So I remember um, when I got home, you know, I went crazy. I lost a lot of my friends in high school. I became known as the cult leader. (laughs) So that was funny. But um, so, you know, God, uh, eventually we moved to another state, Michigan. And I, you know, God hooked me up with a really awesome youth group. And I I learned so much about Jesus there. Um, And just, you know, we would have amazing services. Like we would have sometimes one, two hours of worship, one, two hours of preaching. And it was just it was amazing. God was there. And, you know, just, it was, I'm so grateful to have that. Um, cause you know, what we had was real. And so over the years, I kind of stumbled into, um, living by feelings. Cause I actually never knew that I never understood like walk by faith, not sight. Like I never realized that meant you don't live by feelings. You walk by truth. And so over the years, I, I, I had such a heart for Jesus, but I didn't understand that you don't walk by feelings. So what would happen is these thoughts would come to my mind. You don't love God. God doesn't like you. You're not allowed to know him. You're not allowed to hear him. Why would he waste his time with you? Stuff like that. Just stupid lies. And I believed them because, you know, I didn't understand that you take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. You know, I didn't. And the Bible says God's people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So that was me. I lived many years with my heart quenched. God would touch me at services and I'd, you know, be good again. And then I would fall back into the lies again and just feel bad all the time because I felt like I wasn't praying enough. I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't, 
you know, reading my Bible enough and, you know, just those traps and living with my heart quenched really the whole time far, you know, living at a distance from God, even though he was close to me the whole time, basically trying to become something I was already. And, you know, so it's kind of, it can be discouraging when you try to do something you already have, or you try to go into a room you're already in. Um, so over the years, um, you know, God dealt with me on that, taught me how to live by truth, taught me how to really know him and to really hear his voice and to live by faith and not by experiences and feelings. There was a point where I used to have a lot of like physical experiences with God. Um, pretty cool stuff, pretty intense stuff. And, um, God took them all away at that point. This was years ago because I was living by them. So what I mean by that is if I didn't feel God, I thought he left me. If I didn't feel like he loved me, then I thought he didn't love me anymore. And he, you know, he didn't, you know what I mean? So I would always go up and down kind of like what James one talks about when it says that, you know, if you don't, um, if you doubt you're like a man tossed or you're like a uh, wave tossed by the wind and the, sh- you know, in the sea. And so I would constantly be moved around by what I felt and what I saw and, Not understanding that, you know, God already proved his love by dying for me. So it doesn't matter if you feel him or not. And so I'm so grateful God took the feelings away because I've learned to truly live by faith and to truly live by, you know, not how it feels or what it seems like. And it's just amazing. It's changed my whole life. And so, um, I've been married or I've been, well, I've been married for 11 years. We got married at 19. Um, and my husband and I, met when we were 17 and he's amazing. And, you know, there's a cool little story with that. Um, when I got saved, it's like a miracle that God kept me from ever doing anything. Like there were moments like, like when I was, um, I mean, I was obviously a pervert before I met Jesus. I was depressed, suicidal, angry, hateful, all these gross things that Jesus set me free from when I met him. But, um, I was a major pervert and I totally would have done stuff if I had the chance before I was saved. I got saved at 16. (laughs) So whenever I was, um, I remember like this one time I was at, uh, playing spin the bottle, you know, and it was my turn next. And when it was my turn, the cops came and broke it up. Like, (laughs) like crazy stuff like that. I have stories like that of just things that happened that I would have done stuff that I, you know, would have, you know, so anyway, God kept me from ever kissing or dating anyone. And so, um, whenever I got saved, I was, I just, God put it on my heart and I actually took Matthew 6, 6 literal at the time. It says, uh, the translation I said was go into the secret closet. So I used to like pray in my closet every day. Cause I thought that's like what I was supposed to do. <laughs> and so it was in the closet that I remember God giving me a list. Like I had this journal and I was, and I just was like, Lord, I just believe that I don't have to date. Cause I just didn't want to waste my time dating. I just was like, if you have a man for me, then you can bring him to me and I don't have to search for him. I don't have to date all these people to find him. Uh, you can tell me who he is. So he gave me this three page list of who my husband would be very specific, like his height, how he was raised, you know, his heart for Jesus, his desires and what he looked like his, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, stuff like that too. And I just put, put it away and wasn't searching. In fact, I remember thinking, I'm not going to get married till I'm 37. That was just like what I wanted to do. And God obviously had a different, you know, path. I was married at 19, but so anyway, so, um, whenever I ended up, 
finding Jeremy, his name's Jeremiah, um, he, I mean, he literally matched every single thing on my list. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then it just happened. We got together. Um, one of the things that we did that was on my list is, uh, that he would wait to kiss until his wedding day. Not too easy to find guys like that. (laughs) So my husband and I ended up, uh, never kissing until we got married, except kindergarten. I think he kissed a girl and I got kissed by a, a boy named Gary. I still remember it in kindergarten, but, um, so we ended up, you know, saving our first kiss. It was amazing. Um, you know, God was there. He was at our wedding. It was amazing. It was one of the coolest days of my life besides being saved. And, um, so it's been amazing. Um, I'm so grateful just to know Jesus, um, just to be able to understand, you know, revel to have revelation when reading the Bible, which is just him revealing truth. You know, every Christian can have that, um, to live free from condemnation and guilt and shame and just to walk with him and just to know him and to really hear his voice and just to be loved by him. Cause there's something cool about loving God, but when you're loved by him, you know, we love because he first loved us. Like that's where we're rooted and grounded is in love. And you know, he's just amazing. And it's really cool. Cause the Bible says you have to be as a child to enter the kingdom, not a scholar. So you don't have to know anything to enter the kingdom. It's actually better because children are teachable. And so that's just how I came to him. Very innocent and just childlike. And I was like, I knew I didn't know anything. I didn't have the answers. And I just wanted God to teach me who he was. I remember asking him to show me who he really was. Cause I had a misunderstanding of who he was my whole life. <laughs> And I wanted to really know him and Holy Spirit just really taught me who he was and led me to the right people um, to learn and to glean and to grow. And so it's just been amazing. I'm more in love with Jesus now. Like I said, it's been 14 years. I just had my 14 year anniversary with Jesus a few months ago. And it's just, it gets brighter and brighter and more amazing. And I'm so grateful to have him. I'm, I'm actually super excited I'm looking forward to a few years from now when it hits 17 years because then I'll be walking with Jesus longer since I've been alive than I wasn't. So I'm like, that's exciting to me. Um, so yeah, so just wanted to give you guys my testimony. Um, and I, a few things I wanted to add to. So like I was saying, I was, you know, perverted, suicidal, hated myself, anger, all that stuff. Um, and I, God completely set me free from all of that. Like I, um, the porn that I used to watch, he completely wiped my mind. Like I couldn't even remember anything that I saw. Um, he completely set me free and it was just amazing. And, um, I did actually fall back into getting angry cause I was like so happy all the time. Um, when I actually started dating, I, I would just like yell and I couldn't stop. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't want to be like this. And struggled with it. And then, you know, I, I, um, discovered Dan Moeller. So if you haven't heard of him, check him out. His teachings are life-changing. Um, and I learned that, wow, I don't have to struggle with anger. And I learned how to put off the old and put on the new, like Colossians three says, and it's actually been years now since I've even yelled. Um, and I don't remember the last time I've been angry. I, I don't need, it's like, it's just not even in me. It's like when I got saved and God sent me free from like, I used to cuss all the time. And when I got saved, like, I actually haven't cussed once since I've been saved because it's just, like, it's just not even who I am. Like, I just, I'm incapable of doing it. Um, And so it was kind of like that. Like, he just completely changed me. And it's so awesome. Like, it's amazing just to know God and, um, you know, just to be set free. 
um, not to be in bondage to stuff anymore like I was, um, and just to truly love people because that's what life is all about is loving people. And the only way we can love people and even ourselves is if if we understand that God first loved us, you know, so he loved us. So because he loves us, that empowers us to love others, truly to love others, not just to love for our own sake, but to love for their sake um, and to never expect anything in return, um, to not expect them to even change or even care. Because while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Like he didn't, We I wasn't even searching, you know what I mean? Like I wanted you know what I mean? Like I wanted my sin and, you know, obviously I was searching out, you know, cause I found something, but I was just, um, you know, seeking God in my own way. But I mean, when he came, like before that, I mean, I wasn't even looking like the only reason why I was searching for him is because he was drawing me. Cause the Bible says no one can come to him unless God draws them. So I wasn't, it's not even me anyway, but you know, I wasn't searching to, you know, encounter God or, you know what I mean? Like I was just, it was God that called me and it's very beautiful. And I remember before I was saved, I remember crying myself to sleep at night, asking God, begging God to just send me a friend. Cause I felt so lonely, even though I had friends. Um, and I was just desperate and I just, I found Jesus and changed my whole life. Like I'm not even the same person. Um, I've had a lot of my family members get saved since then, and it's just been really awesome. So um, I'm grateful God delivered me from religion. And by that, I just mean like man-made regulations and rules and stuff that we have to do to get to God. Because it's really about what God did to get to us, and then we just receive it. It's not even about what we can do to get to Him. So um, that's basically my testimony. Um Jesus is amazing. He's my best friend and I am so grateful to have him in my life and in my heart. And, um, thanks for listening. And if there's anything, any questions that you have, I do have a Facebook page. Um, it's called Jesus and Jen on Facebook. So you can always message me on there. So thanks for listening. Jesus loves you.